to episode 247 of the Stuttering is Cool podcast, and I really wish I was stuttering right now, but it's gonna it's gonna happen like right now. Uh, coming to you from Toronto in Canada, it's actually a uh, gray clouds today, so Christina, you're actually not missing much. Um, Perfect. I have, um, I have the people behind. Actually, before I explain who this Christina is and who just said perfect, this is what we call a very badly done ad-libbed introduction. Uh, oh, my name is Danny, by the way. <laughs> Daniela Rossick coming to you. Yeah, I said from Toronto. So in recent times, I guess this year, late last year, there's been quite kind of like an explosion of podcasts about stuttering or as they say in certain parts of the world stammering and one of them is called oh and on that note which is i love the concept it was a concept that actually i came up with <laughs> myself years ago but never went ahead and and um created it and so i'm glad that other people had the same idea and they went ahead and they created it so uh long story short it's a podcast about i guess nothing uh it's one of those buddy podcasts, you know, it's a group of people, they yip yap and about any, nothing in particular, whatever's happening in their day. I think that that's correct, but I have a bunch of them uh, that will be joining me on this episode and they'll probably correct, correct me, which please do. Um, and they just happen to stutter or stammer. So this comes from, um, it's a brilliant podcast coming from the Scottish Stammering Network. And now... If, if you guys can introduce yourselves and save me from this really bad ad-libbed introduction. So we'll start mm. with Christina since we've already met Christina. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So hi, I'm Christina Spicer or Parker, depending on um, how you might know me. Um, I'm from Canada. As as you'll tell um, throughout the podcast, I don't have an accent like the other two gentlemen on the call. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm from a small town outside of Toronto spent the last 10 years or so on the west coast of Canada and then recently moved to Scotland. Um, I've been quite involved with the Canadian Stuttering Association and um, I was lucky enough to be um, a part of the stammering um, community here. So yeah, I think that's pretty much about me. Very nice. Next. I guess we'll go in order of how I see you in Zoom. So, Tom? <laughs> yeah, I'm Tom Costello. I'm from Ireland, but I'm living over here over here in Scotland for a while. Um, yeah, I suppose it was partly my idea to start the podcast, and you described it relatively well. It's about nothing and about everything. So it's just <laughs> essentially um, we talk about things that are happening in the news, Um but to link them to something we actually want to talk about. So, for example, if you're talking about um, the lockdown and you might say, oh, and on that note, <laughs> I got something at a lockdown price and that's what I want to talk about, something that I bought at a lockdown price. So we end up talking about something that we want to talk about ourselves um, using the news as a, as a jumping board. Um, and yeah, just like you said, the, the it was one of those ideas that I had no intentions of starting a podcast, <laughs> but I realized there wasn't one there that just was a place for people who happen to stammer. And some of them, I don't have a stammer myself, but um, oh. uh, just a place for people to chat and talk and as a platform for people who happen to stammer to chat and for others to just hear that. So we started it and here we are still rolling a year later. So you don't stammer? 
No, I'm a speech and language therapist. There so you go, because I was about to ask, them. what's your connection? <laughs> yeah. um, I was at the Scottish Stammer Network a year ago, and it was kind of at the start of the day, the idea came to me. And at the end of the day, I, I stood up and said, anyone else interested in doing this? And John and a couple of others put their hands up, and we went from there. Very cool. Very cool. And speaking of which, John. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Danny. John McIntosh is my name. Uh, I guess you're only wanting names at this stage, but last names Christina are good Both Christina and Tom have launched into a bit of a monologue, so uh, <laughs> maybe save it for later if that's okay. We, we could be here a while if John's dead. <laughs> go on, John. <laughs> yeah, so Tom, this is a story Tom says that he doesn't star on himself, but you know we've got our suspicions that he's maybe just not facing up to it yet, you know. <laughs> This he's is his cover an, story about my speech language therapist. <laughs> he's an honorary stammerer. <laughs> we will get him out of the closet one day. Out of the stammering closet. Or maybe he you know, he knows the speech tool so well that you can't tell that he stutters, yeah. so might as well yeah. just I'm not a stammerer. <laughs> he's hiding it very effectively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you so you have so we have two expats here or two I guess emigrants <laughs> to Scotland doing that. So Scotland seems to be. So we're going to go off topic here, uh, in the spirit of the podcast. Um, so Scotland seems to be uh, a draw for people to uh, go there. <laughs> I guess because Christina, you're in school, I guess, and Tom, yeah. you're originally from Ireland. <laughs> One very difficult thing to do in Edinburgh is to find someone from Edinburgh. Ah, yes. There's it's a melting pot of people from all over, um, oh, wow. just not too many from Edinburgh itself. Oh, well, how come? Why is that? No, John? Well, that's the capital of Scotland. And I get, you know, that's the seat of government there. The Scottish Parliament is there. And I guess the Scottish financial kind of market is there. So it tends to attract ah. people from all over. You know, so there are four cities in Scotland to give you a little kind of geography lesson, I guess. <laughs> And uh, Edinburgh is the capital, but I'm in the best one. I'm in Glasgow, which is 60 miles west of Edinburgh. So there's an ongoing kind of rivalry between Glasgow and Edinburgh, <laughs> you know. And uh, but would you, ever guess John, would you ever guess John's background is as a teacher when he gives little lessons in the middle of his uh, monologue? Oh, you're a teacher. No, no. Listen, every day is a school. Every day is a school day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's, uh, well, uh, oh, and on that note, well, uh, what's it like being You're a You're getting teacher? a hang of this now, Danny. You're getting a hang I of this. I think I'm going to take over their podcast, <laughs> rudely annex it, and uh, declare it mine. Uh, what was I going to get? What's like being a teacher who stammers? What was it like? Yeah. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, nice. Good fun well, or bad fun? It was, and it was an interesting for. I only got into teaching when I was 35 years of age. Oh, wow. When I kind of reached, reached a stage, I guess, of really needing to do something different. Since I graduated from university 14 years before that, I hadn't really done anything of any note. Mm. Uh, you know, mainly because of the stammer, I'll think. You know, I was avoiding taking on taking on a role that would involve much speaking. So after f 14 years, uh, by which time I was married with two young daughters, I decided that I'd better bite the bullet and 
try to make something of myself. Oh, wow. And then I decided not to do that and became a teacher instead. <laughs> do you, do you, uh, which grade do you teach? I was in high school. Eee. So it was kind of 11-year-olds 11 11 to 17-year-olds. Oh, wow. But the end well, of the that Harry story Pottery. is I am now... <laughs> I'm now retired. I retired in August last year, so oh, I've been, nice. been a retiree now for eight months or something like that. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. So you must be enjoying, re like, what a perfect time to retire. <laughs> yeah, why is that? <laughs> yeah. So Tom is a speech-language pathologist, and Christine, is sorry, is it Christina or, oh, or Christina or Christine? Oh, Christina. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So what brings you to Scotland? I know you're in school right now. You're going to school. So, yeah. 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 So I um, actually, so I've had a job with the provincial government of British Columbia for the last almost four years. Um, and I knew I wanted to do um, a post-grad eventually. So I got into a program here studying nationalism um, back in 2015. But um, I got a job and I enjoyed it. Um, but I thought kind of the... the Time is now, um, so I applied back in, um, and I guess the, the rest is history. But um, oh, wow. I do eventually have to head back home to Canada. But if there's any way I could stay forever, I might try to arrange that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, you you uh, gotta see if you could bring hubby over. Yeah, to... I've uh, I've mentioned there's a lot of golf, and he loves golf, so <laughs> I think I'm gonna lure him in slowly with that, and, and hopefully I can convince him yeah <laughs> nice and and tom do you treat children or adults who stutter or any or any other speech uh, disabilities uh literally everything and anything um yes so i'm a speech and language therapist with children um a, a lot of my work actually is in schools uh, particularly for schools for children with quite extreme behaviors so i don't work with that many children who and families um, of children who stammer but um It just come up every now and then. And uh, yeah, it was more outside of work that um, I ended up at the Scottish Stammering Network and, and ended <laughs> up uh, involved in this podcast. So, Oh, cool. So how has the podcast been? Like, I guess, walk me through when was the first episode? Are you recognized and chased down the street by fans and such like that? <laughs> Uh, the lockdown has been a major oh, relief. True. You know, the fans were really <laughs> I forgot about the lockdown. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, the fans still gather outside, but at least they can't uh, come any closer than two yeah. meters anymore. No, um, the, the fans haven't been too much of an issue. We started in um, just basically the start of last year. We've had the episodes are coming out a bit slowly compared to most podcasts. We've had 10 so far, and um, we've had about apart from the three of us, maybe 10 other guests, most of whom stammer, some of whom don't. And yeah, we've had a, a real array um, of topics and guests. Uh, oh, John might remember some. We've had, covered a lot of very random uh, yeah. topics yeah. Over, the, over the episodes. Yeah. When you look at the description of the podcast, there's a little note that kind of explains very briefly what, what we touch on in that particular episode. So yeah, we right. literally released one, I think, yesterday. Just we published episode... 10 yesterday which which i think you may have you may have heard danny yeah yeah so, yeah and then my eye the my ears perked up toronto there's another person from toronto yeah. <laughs> oh, there you had uh 
forget his name, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Brendan so Marshall had, so. from Toronto was on with Christina Parker from also from Toronto. And yeah. Um, yeah. And we, who else was who was oh, and a couple of Scottish guys. So <laughs> yeah, so yesterday for instance we looked at uh, childhood misdemeanors, things we remember from our childhood when we we had stepped out of line. Uh, you know, little things. So I told the story of the time I s- stole a steamroller. And, <laughs> I forgot about that. And one. took it for a ride. So, you know, that's <laughs> sort of thing. Very, I think Christina's topic was to do with uh, buying a lot, buying a lot of stuff when you're on holiday and not being able yeah. to get it home on a plane. You know? The hammock, yeah. Very, very random things, <laughs> you know. And not yeah. being able to find eggs in the grocery store because in Canada we have them in the dairy department. Apparently in Scotland ah. you don't. I'm like, huh? Yeah. How is that possible? Yeah. <laughs> Someone else understands my confusion, my pain. <laughs> you guys are weird. You guys are weird. See, there's your reality TV show. Bring a bunch of Canadians over to uh, Scotland and have them find eggs. To be fair, there have been worse ideas. Yeah. 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 You could really mess around with the title as well. I'm sure you could get a good title. But yeah, the the more obscure the link, the better. Like, for example, I remember we talked... I wanted to talk about squash because I play a lot of squash. Oh, I used to um, play squash. And it was uh, Halloween at the time and people have pumpkins at Halloween. So, and on that note, I could talk about squash. So the, the more uh, loose the it. link, the better. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. What, what I really what like, I really um, like uh, you know what, I think, you know what I, think? I, can I can hear myself echoing here. I'll echoing it's probably on toss. Let me just mute Tom. Testing, testing. Perfect. Okay. I feel so mean muting you guys, but uh, you can always unmute yourself after. What I love, there's two things I love about the podcast. I mean, three, aside from, you know, the content. Um, I like the themes. I love the theme song. If that, if I could find that somewhere, I can put it on my iPhone and just listen to it all day. I would. Uh, and then two, the other one is I love how you open up with a disclaimer saying, you know, beware, warning. Your people will be stammering. <laughs> a funny story about that disclaimer is if you listen closely, so it's John just saying, warning, warning, there might be some stammering in this podcast. But just as he said it, a police car went in the background and you hear sirens. That wasn't planned. But that really? just happened in the background. Yeah. I thought you said that up, so I thought you'd organize that. No, <laughs> I that had was, no idea. That was a genuine police car. That's so <laughs> funny. You recognize the reference, though, the... Well, warning, warning, stopping. Do you recognize that TV reference, Danny? Yeah, I've never seen the show, but I hear the reference a lot. That's, um, was that Lost in uh, Space? Space Family Robinson. Yes, that's that's the one. So were you recording that while you were stealing the steamroller? Was I recording the, no, the, the incident stealing the, stealing <laughs> the steamroller was probably 45 years ago. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, what it was, it was. <laughs> but the police well, are still <laughs> Oh, I see. Yeah, oh, yeah. They yeah maybe they'll track me down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you did confess on the podcast, so. Yeah, <laughs> we were. Yeah, we were. Uh, I'm not sure we were arrested, but we were certainly uh, taken by the police mm-hmm. and had some time in the cells before being escorted home. And they did want to charge us, you know, with. Uh, <laughs> Grand theft last, grand theft auto, or whatever it is you guys call it over there. <laughs> that, 
So driving with any insurance. Driving with any insurance. That's one thing I do remember. But, um, <laughs> but you're on the or something. <laughs> yeah, we had to let it go. They had to let it go. They couldn't make it stick. Yeah. Darn it. Yeah, <laughs> no. In, <laughs> no. No, no, no. Because it would have been a funnier Canada, story. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, in, in Canada, uh, I guess this was the summer before I moved out west. Um, I had a, a job in Toronto and I was driving in from Keswick. And uh, long story short, I got a ticket for putting on makeup. Um, yeah. But I wasn't even really... It was it was quite intense. Yeah, I was probably eighteen or something, and um, yeah, the cop was just so mean. It was a brush, like I wasn't doing mascara or something like more difficult. My eyes were open. I'm staring at um, at the cars at the road. Anyways, uh, it was quite the quite the thing. I did get a full ticket, and my insurance was expired by twelve hours. Ooh. And I had the new insurance um, at home, but I didn't didn't grab it. So it just expired at midnight. Um, so yeah, I guess seven hours. So yeah, just, it just expired. And she gave me a ticket for that on top of the, the other one. And because I moved out West, my parents ended up going to court for me back in Ontario because I was in British Columbia. It was oh, quite the long thing. That. So now I thought I, I, I need to, I need to not do that anymore. <laughs> but that was, that was my one time um, having an encounter w- with the law back at home. Yeah. I, have, I have a friend that got pulled over um because she threw fruit out of her window like she was having a banana and she tossed a banana peel out the window but it landed on the policeman's windshield <laughs> behind her so she got pulled over long story short when he said uh what would have happened if i was riding my motorcycle and she, and my friend was saying like she, it took so much of her strength not to burst out laughing cuz she imagined it in her head and then, believe it or not, a year or so later, it happened again. It was a peach pit that she threw out the window. The police sirens pulled over. And when she told me that story, I said, so did you tell her him that you were making a fruit salad <laughs> in the car? <laughs> and I think Tom was about oh. to say something. No, I was going to say that it reminds me of the one of the stories we had in the podcast where um, there was very middle class vandalism at the squash club I play at where uh, some youths br- um, went into the squash club and threw avocados onto the court. They're expensive. Uh, absolutely. These are upscale um, hoodlums. Oh, sorry. It wasn't avocados. <laughs> it was sweet potatoes. It was sweet potatoes. Ooh, they hurt. <laughs> this is Edinburgh we're talking about, Danny. This is oh. Edinburgh. You see, this, this oh, is a good a illustration city? of life in Edinburgh. It's a rough town. Oh, so it's a town. Yeah. It's, there's a lot yeah. of vegetarians. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, kind of, the kind of vandalism you get in Edinburgh is that young kids potatoes. throwing sweet potatoes at squash courts. <laughs> and then, did anything happen from the sweet potato or gathered well, them up, made some french fries? Well, so when someone came the next morning and found it was lots of broken up sweet potatoes uh, that had been thrown from a balcony onto the courts, um, they used a very strong word of vandalism and were looking for these vandals. Um, <laughs> but once we, once we realized it was... Uh, like a 13-year-old girl and a few of her friends, the word vandalism sounded very strong and people stood down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's life in Edinburgh in a nutshell right there. Yeah, I just love, we love the idea of a conversation of 13-year-olds going, any plans for the evening? Well, I've got a few spare sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will we cook them in some way? Will we make tea? <laughs> yeah. 
No, no. Let's throw it to squash potato club. tea. Sweet potato tea, yeah. <laughs> Can you tell also, me a little... I'm enjoying all the questions about uh, police misdemeanors and getting involved. I, luckily, am perfect. And if I if I had any police encounters, I wouldn't be saying them here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well... While I'm recording. I've paid my debt to society, so, you know... <laughs> They got nothing on me now. They got nothing on me now, as far as anyone knows. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not in Canada anymore as of right now, and I paid this high fine, so yeah, true. nothing uh, they can do now. Yeah, going to get a plane in Toronto to like <laughs> ten policemen, three three police cars. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, wouldn't that that be an awesome way to to bring like attention to all these podcasts? If, if we're all right. talking about things, if all the cops are actually <laughs> listening to all these podcasts, yeah. like that's a that's a big audience. That's a, that's a pretty big yeah. audience. So yeah. maybe you could do something in the airport, raise a fuss, <laughs> a ruckus. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, put some sugar into a Ziploc bag and just you know parade it around. And then as you're being carried away, and cameras just say StarrySchool.com. Oh, and on that, note, <laughs> it's an idea. Yeah. It's cheap yeah, advertised. That'll work, that'll work yeah. yeah. And when we get out of jail in ten years' time, we could make another podcast at that point. Yeah, <laughs> all, yeah, we can. Yeah, and and I'm sure you'll have loads of topics to talk about. Yeah, Bettering yeah. in jail. That's right. Yeah. How'd that work out for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, tell me a bit about the the Scottish Stanley Network. Well. That's pause. <laughs> that, that's the charity in Scotland that kind of represents, I suppose, people who stammer in Scotland. The the big U, UK charity is the British Stammering Association, the BSA, which mm-hmm. you might have heard of. So uh, I think this this started out. Yeah, that's now the name they use, isn't it? <laughs> so this is a kind of Scottish uh, Scottish version, I think. I wasn't actually around at the time it was started, but the, the kind of leading light of the Scottish the Scottish Stammering Network, I guess the chairperson is a guy called James Stewart, who's very, very active. Oh, I and, think uh, I've seen his name somewhere, yeah. Yeah. So we're just at the moment, actually, we're in discussions uh, with a company that's going to design a whole new website and have a whole new rebranding exercise, you know, get... Oh, wow. Which is meaning at the moment we're having to have a lot of discussions. In fact, we did just last night, actually, the night before last. You know, what are the visions? What are the mission statement? You know, what are we all about? What are the services we hope to provide? You know, it's a very interesting conversation. You know. Yeah, and now is the great time to do it since everyone's in the lockdown. Are is there yeah. still lockdown over in Scotland? Oh yeah, in Edinburgh and uh, Glasgow. Very much. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 We're yeah. actually behind England. England has eased the lockdowns earlier than Scotland did. We'll be more cautious in Scotland. So Ah good, yeah. Yeah. You see how it works out. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard watching the news and hearing all of this. Yeah, we're just gonna open everything up. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the wrong thing to do. And then, you know, thank goodness they closed the US uh, Canada border. But now they're talking about opening up on the twenty first of June. I'm going way too soon. So I'm hoping yeah. that they extend it or maybe they already did. Just, yeah. yeah. We, one of the restrictions is we're supposed to restrict ourselves to only going five miles for exercise. So, looking at you, Christina, I'm assuming that's a virtual background, yeah? 
For the listeners um, to describe, she is outside in a beautiful summer day, blue sky, not a cloud in the sky. She looks like she's I'm in running gear. With, and I'm definitely within five miles of my house. Yeah, yeah. right. 5.1 miles. Yeah. She's going to repeat well, that I, ticket again. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm definitely, definitely within five miles. Uh, so this earthquake like happens I, I, and it shakes the ground yeah. and it moves her over one. Yeah, go ahead. I'm it's done. A, um... <laughs> As of I think yes, yeah. As of yesterday, though, we're allowed to sit legally outside. Um, so, so that's been a big, big thing because it's been tough for the last sixty-seven yeah. days, um, not being allowed to sit um, on a lawn or in a park or on a bench or whatever. So, I think that's kind of been to me the the biggest thing. So, yeah. Friday, I I bought a book and a blanket and i sat outside legally and i had the best time so did you wear sunscreen because i did the mistake last weekend i got a sunburn (laughs) i had a six hour (laughs) virtual conference i'm like yeah i have an umbrella open apparently it's not enough you gotta have sunscreen so i learned that lesson i thought but i'm in the shade (laughs) nope (laughs) so that's the thing we live in toronto dan if you don't mind oh and on that note (laughs) when we lived there uh, we We'd originally intended to go to Australia. That was the plan. I was teaching at the time. So I was through an organization called the League for the Exchange of Commonwealth Teachers. So you could do an exchange in a Commonwealth country, you know. So my wife loves the sunshine. Lindsay loves the sunshine and wanted to go to Australia. The only place that would have us was Toronto, the only fit. Oh, that's why. Because I'm not like, not to diss my fellow Torontonians, but. Australia, Toronto, anywhere in Australia, Toronto, we don't get much sunlight. <laughs> well, that's Winters what I was going to say, scary. because we came wrapped up like Nanook of the North, as they say. You know, we were all Good. Percoates thinking we're going to the frozen Which time north. Of year? Which time of year? We Which arrived in August in Toronto, and uh, my goodness, uh, <laughs> it was hot. And oh, yeah. one of the first things we did when we went off the plane, it was just before the there was a festival in Toronto. I think it's called Caravana. Oh my gosh! You came on yeah, Caravana. Wow, so we went down to Caravana. I thought we'll walk yeah, along for a few miles in the sunshine. That'll be nice. We nearly died a heat stroke. So yeah, the, the heat was so intense. It was incredible. It's it is uncanny Caravana, which which is which no longer I believe it no longer happens. It's now called something else, but. When Carabana was around, it was uncanny. It always happened on the hottest day of the year. Yeah. Like it never rained. It was never, it was always, that's the day Can or Toronto will have its hottest temperature. It was yeah. always that day. But a huge, well, huge part, party. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We had all the wrong clothes for coming to Canada. You know, we had quite the wrong impression. And you didn't do heat, your research. Well, the heat was so <laughs> intense. It was incredible. And yeah. And what, what, you know, what was particularly unpleasant really was how hot it was overnight, you know, 3 a.m. and it's still 30 degrees, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the worst is when the air conditioning, so if you're in a house, it doesn't reach, you know, upstairs well, where the bedroom are. Like, yeah. ah. We were in that house. We, we were in a house, but the air conditioning unit was in the basement. E- ooh. <laughs> so the house was hot. We retreated to the basement all the time. It cooled down a bit. Yeah, there were times when I slept in the basement. I took an inflatable mattress, had the worst night of my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
today is one of the very few nice hot sunny days we get in Scotland because I, I love the sun I think I'd quite happily live in a much hotter place but um, I really get to go there my, my uh, girlfriend Mary is one of those people who loves the cold she loves yeah. like oh, wow. cold destinations and uh, you'd ha- you get an idea as to who is more well who gets their say more when I think our last <laughs> four holidays have been Iceland Finland Denmark and Russia. Those are nice <laughs> places, though. Those are nice places, though. So, I mean, I've never been to to Russia, but I've seen pictures. Never been to Denmark, but yeah, but nice places. Not known though. for their heat. No, <laughs> especially in the winter. Yeah. So you guys go travel to Canada. I thought the same, and you know, yeah. yeah. Well, well, and, and I, th- I think it does depend, like where in Canada you are. Yeah. Like I love, I love hot. Like I, I like party all sun. Um, and one of the things that I actually found when I moved to Vancouver Island is that they don't re- really get that hot summer in the same way that we get back at home. Yeah. I'm in Ontario. Yeah. So it's it's great because it doesn't snow. Um, like it, it doesn't often go below zero ish. Um, but the downfall of that is that it rarely gets above maybe 25. Um, and even when mm. it does, you have the ocean um, and there's always quite a strong kind of wind that's quite cold. So I actually miss the Ontario heat, but I hate snow so much that I will take the no heat to get the no snow. Um, but Scotland has been surprisingly awesome. I, I didn't find it that different than than the West Coast because we also kind of have that wet, dark, um, rainy, windy time. But I didn't think it was that bad because it's kind of just like um, Vancouver Island. Um, and today has been great. The last couple, I guess, weeks have actually been yeah. amazing so i'm wow. i'm impressed i'm yeah. very no one ever talks about this part of scotland at no. all um i'm not no. trying to yeah. tank talk yeah. 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 it's awesome yeah we had um because i mean you remember what what it's like here you know like we barely have a spring right like winter just lingers yeah. lingers and then boom heat wave but the heat sure. wave now is lasting like the entire summer and then boom it's freezing <laughs> so now um Usually it's about a week and then comes, you know, the intense heat. But we had one nice day and then boom, 30 degrees. And that 30 became 35 degrees Celsius. And it was like, ah, I'm dying. And now today it's down to 15. Now we're back to cold. (laughs) Which is okay because I'm the type I need my seasons. I need that break. Right. So I'm okay with the snow, just not every single day for six months and you know ice or when there's no snow and it's just bitterly cold minus 40 degrees <laughs> what we loved about life in toronto life in canada was as soon as the weather got cold enough we we couldn't believe it and in every street corner opened up these little ice rinks so you could go skating oh, wow they just appeared we didn't know that was going to happen we went yeah. and walked the walked out in the snow one day and someone had opened an ice rink in the street and then when the weather got hot again suddenly they opened all these swimming pools that were free as well so we wandered into swimming pools looking who to pay the cash to to get in you know so they're all free Mm, so we loved that oh wow so they don't have that in scotland or not not for free you'd have to pay to you know get into the leisure center or the sports center or something usually yeah yeah, those must have been the government ones made, maybe the government run ones. Like here, the ones in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they seem to just appear. But 
we absolutely loved our year in Canada, year in Toronto. You know, we saw, they said to us at the time that I think we we'd seen more of Canada than folk who live in Canada their whole lives. You know, you know that is true. So where have you where where have you been in Canada? Well, when we finished the teaching year, then we jumped in the car, put the kids in the back of the car, and drove from Toronto to the west coast of Vancouver Island. No way. Way. Wow. Way. Wow. <laughs> you survived driving across Saskatchewan. Right across, the, flat. <laughs> right, across the pra- right across the prairies, yeah. Oh, wow. So uh, we, we had sort of assumed that, I think what most people do is they fly to Calgary, they miss out that whole chunk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, or sometimes they... someone told us. Or they drive you know, you, um, into the States to drive around uh, the Great Lakes and then back into Canada, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I... I haven't even done that. I've done from Montreal to Winnipeg. Um, and then I've done from Calgary, obviously home um, to uh, Vancouver Island. But even I haven't done just that little chunk, like Montreal, Winnipeg. I'm like almost all of it. And then I got in a plane and then got to Calgary and then did the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, Canada is a massively, massively large country. And in fact, on the geographical maps, it's actually drawn a lot smaller than it actually is. So to give listeners an idea, uh, Toronto is kind of sort of in the center, not not really the center of the country, maybe center right of the country. It So Toronto to Montreal that we just mentioned, um, it's a six hour drive, depending how well, yeah. how fast you drive. It might be five hours by steamroller, maybe seven. <laughs> um, Vancouver, it's a six hour flight, I believe. Toronto, so on the West Coast. Of Canada, yeah, it's a six yeah, it's hour drive. The, yeah. yeah, it's around yeah five hours from Toronto to Vancouver, and then to get to Vancouver Island, um, it's an extra. Uh, mm. It's around a twenty-five minute flight. Um, you wow. just go up, you, you go up, wow. and then you go, you down, go down very very fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's actually the the very first time I ever took that flight from Vancouver to Victoria. I thought that the plane is was broken or there was something wrong with it because you start flying up and then everything turns off. And I guess it's because what? They, they don't need <laughs> more power um, because they've, I guess they've hit whatever altitude they have to, to, I guess, keep going. So you're in the air and you're kind of going up and all of a sudden everything just turns off. And I'm lo- looking around like panicking. Everyone else seems to be fine. I've, I'm starting to like freak out. I'm trying to hyperventilate. And I was like, this is it. Like, like I'm dying and in the ocean. Like the end yeah, it turns out that that's just normal. Um, they just turn the plane <laughs> well, good off to know. Um, and then l- <laughs> let it coast down. So if you ever do that, or if you take a boat, it's around an hour yeah. and 45 minutes. Boat, so. boat is good. Boat is good. <laughs> Tom? Sounds more like a frisbee than an airplane, Christina. What you're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is the 25-minute journey long enough for them to sell sandwiches? No, so you you can only go to the bathroom for honestly like a two minute window because by the time that they turn the seatbelt light off, they basically Even. turn it back on. So <laughs> you don't really get anything. You can't really get up. Like you can barely get up. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's honestly it's just up, up and then down. <laughs> Dublin, uh, Dublin to Manchester or Dublin to Edinburgh is about forty minutes, but they manage to sell sandwiches for about five minutes, and you never get halfway through the sandwich. It's a rookie mistake for anyone to buy them. <laughs>
and we're back <laughs> so christina had to leave but i but i have john and tom here so i'm gonna ask I have three questions three more questions to ask and then i'll let you go back to your regularly scheduled live so number one for tom so uh john has a connection with canada christina has a connection with canada do you have any connections with canada no, Canadians are slowly but surely taking over our podcast. <laughs> it uh, shows. <laughs> well, I just dipped, so you know. I dipped my toe in Canada in as far as I've been to Montreal. Oh, okay. Um, the summer I lived in America, I lived up in the Adirondack Woods, which is quite close to the Canadian border. Ah, nice. Nice. And when, when, when about was that? So that was 2011. I worked okay. in... Um, Double H Branch. It's a wonderful place up in the Adirondack Woods. It's a camp for children who have serious illnesses. It's okay. one of the Paul um, Paul Newman camps. Okay. And the serious fun camps. So we had the camps lasted about uh, seven or eight days each, and then we'd have a few days off. So we'd get to go travel wherever, like Boston or New York, and we went to Montreal for a weekend, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I would like to see a little bit more of Canada. And now I have all these links. So hopefully, you do. Yeah, and there's also a world uh, speech world. Wait, let me formulate my thoughts. Uh, we also have a world congress of stuttering and cluttering taking place. Well, we hope it's going to continue to take place in Montreal next uh, next year, next uh, next summer. You know, COVID willing, we got to get rid mm -hmm. of that thing. You know, get ourselves out of that one. Yeah, yeah. What what did you think of Montreal? Uh, it was a lovely escape because. Um, I, I really enjoyed America, but Montreal is a little flavor of Europe. Mm -hmm. And it was nice to have European food and just that whole feel. I, I really enjoyed Montreal for the few days I was there. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you definitely got to check out Quebec City. Very, very European feel. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. We made it yeah. to Quebec City as well. We went to the Bonhomme Festival. Eee, the Carnival in the winter? Wow. Yeah, we went up there, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was I incredible because we went across the St. Lawrence on an icebreaker or boat and everything. So, oh, nice. Whoever was frozen up, it was incredible. Yeah. So, you got to tell, so Tom, you got to tell your girlfriend about all the winter activities in Canada <laughs> that you can do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's freezing all the time. True. True. You it's had red freezing and snow. Those, those will be the <laughs> key words. And we have the whole Arctic, the whole Arctic. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, what are your, so back to the podcast, uh, what are your plans with the podcast? So you have your 10 episodes up. What's the future of, oh, and on that note. Um, I suppose that myself, I'm actually heading back to Ireland, so I won't be involved in the podcast as much after a few months, uh, in the next couple of months. But, um, it's one of the, because it's such a loose structure, um, hopefully it can just continue with exciting and interesting guests as it goes on and the lockdown has kind of um, forced our hand into using um zoom and having guests from around the world so that's something we'll certainly look into as well um and yeah christina's just set up our facebook page so that's all quite new and yeah just growing and going from, from where we're at we weren't mm -hmm. sure if we'd get past the first few episodes but um luckily people have seemed to enjoy it and uh, we've enjoyed doing it oh what kind of feedback have you been getting um, I, I suppose that personally, the feedback I've really enjoyed has been from, as well as people who stammer, enjoying it and hearing people, who, other people who stammer. I've enjoyed hearing feedback from people who don't stammer and have never heard people stammer before. Oh, wow. Um, 
and a lot of that feedback has been around um, how they couldn't hear anything but the stammer at the start and they were feeling sorry and these words we don't like, like sorry and pity for the people who stammered. But literally after an episode or maybe a couple of episodes, pretty much didn't hear the stammer at all and was, was just completely listening past that, which is the entire aim of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, yeah. we, get, we, we shared the opinion, I think, Tom and I and others, that you know, stammering voices are so rarely heard in public. You know, they're so rarely on the media. And when they are on the media, then it's always the story of the miraculous recovery, you know, someone overcoming their stammer. And now I you don't stammer anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah. That, that, that's the I kind of narrative overcome. that the media seems very comfortable with. Yeah. You know, but uh, I think we just wanted to say, well, maybe you can hear some stammering voices and it's not about the fact they've recovered. It's just, yeah. you know, this is what they do and it's just kind of another another way of talking you know, because I think, personally, I always think that stammerers, we're our own worst enemies in many ways and that we we try to hide the stammer as far as possible and, and that makes life very difficult for us and for other people because they don't know what to do with stammering because they never come across it. Yeah, very, very, very rarely come across it. So what what we want to try and do in the podcast is just raise the raise the profile of the issue of salmon in general in society, and start a wider conversation about it. And, yeah, know, I think yeah. Uh, um, Cheryl, one of the uh, contributors, says in one of the very first uh, uh, of the podcast that we talk the way we talk, and I think that's a really nice way of putting it. You know, on the podcast we have people who stammer a lot with people who don't stammer at all, with people who use all sorts of techniques to help their fluency, with people who don't. And I think that's the thing. It's just lots of different ways of talking. It's all normal. It's all good. Uh, and just kind of celebrating that and having a place for it to be heard. Great stuff. Great job. And where can people find your podcast? You've mentioned a Facebook page. Um, is there a website? Here There's is no your website. chance. There's no actual <laughs> website, but there is a link on the Scottish Stammering Network website, which is www.stammeringscotland.org.uk. So there's a link to the podcast there, but you know, possibly the easiest thing to do is just find it on Facebook. If you search for Oh and On That Note podcast on Facebook, that takes you to the page and there are links there to all 10 episodes. We are on all the vast majority of uh, podcast websites as well. You'll find us on... Um on Spotify and Apple and all of that if you just type in oh and on that note and it should be pretty easy to find yeah nice nice perfect well I'm going to let you go back to your regular scheduled lives and thank you thank you again for coming on thank you Christina wherever you are she's on a bus somewhere (laughs) in Scotland uh, super to uh, to chat with you Danielle and hopefully we might get you on the podcast sometime as well I would love to let's talk about steamrollers again (laughs) <laughs> yeah. well thanks for having us Danny it's been really good fun talking to you thanks Thank yeah, you. you need to go and rob a steamroller first and then you can come on yeah, so that's yeah. the initiation oh, okay. <laughs> a pretty you extreme to, initiation process or if not a steamroller then another then another childhood misdemeanor hmm. of equal seriousness that kind of level stealing a steamroller you know nothing trivial you know? contraband maple syrup <laughs> that could be a good one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll be good enough. You can come on with that story one time, that'd be good.
Oh, and on that note, that was my chat with the people from Oh, and on that note, podcast. <laughs> I'll have the uh, links to the where you can find the podcast in the show notes over at stutteringschool.com. Or you can always Google it. Um, there's not, no, it's the only podcast called Oh, and on that note, so you'll definitely find it there. Let me explain what you're hearing in the background. I'm going for a walk. It's about a week or two after our chat, so thought I'd record this outro at that pond. However, I think you can also hear, aside from the water and maybe a few birds, traffic noises and construction. <laughs> so I just wanted to say I would love to hear from you. Record something using the Voice Memo app on your smartphone or any other recording software on a computer and email it to coolstutter.gmail.com. What I'm looking for are, you know, your thoughts, anything you'd like to share. Let's say we keep it to, say, four minutes. You know, it could, it could be shorter than that, longer, slightly longer. Don't worry, I'm not going to go freak out. As long as it's clean <laughs> of language um, and all that. This episode has been brought to you by, <clears throat> excuse me, my stuttering is cool book the stuttering school a guide to stuttering in a, in a fast talking world book contains my tips on how to uh, build up the desensitization of stuttering openly and how to deal with those funny looks and the fears of speaking of, stut- of stuttering uh, now that the world or some places in the world are opening up, you know, you know maybe it's a great time for you to, um, you know, give my book a try. Because <laughs> we've been cooped up inside, and a lot of people who stutter in my circle have been saying that um, they're stuttering one up. And, you know, desensitization is something that you um, have to keep in practice, like everything else in life. So, give it a try. You could buy the print version oh it, it all, my book also comes with comics featuring this fox character that's on the cover art of my podcast so that's frankie binky and um shoot i lost my train of thought you can find it at stutter stuttering is cool.com uh, you'll find details how to order the print book and also the digital book so i would love to sell copies <laughs> in any case but uh but i would love to help you um i don't recall if i'd mentioned working on another book so it's a it's a graphic novel featuring frankie Banky, and um yeah that's slowly coming along my target date is still by the end of this year 2020 i don't know if that's gonna happen because my book keeps getting a little bit more complex and <laughs> a little longer each time but um that's my goal. So, uh, let me think now. I think that's it. What's that noise? I don't think that's nature. Do you hear that? It's like, it's like a doo-doo, doo In any case, uh, may your stuttering always be with confidence. And I look forward to posting my next episode or putting it together uh, soon and hearing your feedback. Oh, feedback. Yeah. Did I mention, talk about anything you want? 
your thoughts on today's program. Yeah, things like that. Anyway, I'm going to go back to walking outside in the sun. <laughs> Until next time. Ciao.